Okay, you want me to get us started? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of nervous. If we're being honest, I'm nervous. Shut up, let's go. Okay. Wait, how should we start? Well, I know how we shouldn't start. Okay, I know how we should start. No, don't do it. I have to, dude. It's like our thing. Don't, don't you dare. It's like our thing. Like if, it's if not people our, don't, it's not our thing. It's a your thing. If people don't hear us say it, they're gonna be like, "This doesn't go forth." This, and this everyone is, hates it. This is off-brand. Go forth. They don't everyone, hate it, dude. They love everyone it. Everyone told me they hate it. Oh, that's everyone. so disheartening. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, next time you do an episode, make sure that doesn't happen." And I was like, "No way." Okay. Uh, why, God, do you allow this suffering? Whoa, crazy. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'll make a normal intro. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Go Forth. This is Jude, and I um, am not allowed to say what I want to say. What's up, dudes and chicks? It's me, I'm here as well, live from the studio. Um, I was just tricked by Christian. I want you guys to know (laughs) that I've been tomfooleried. Tomfooleried. Wow. Okay. That was good, though. That was good. Dude, we have competition now. We have competition. No, we don't. Who? Yeah. Our brother's down in... Rome, the two, the very two that we allowed on our podcast, they've started their own. Who do they think they are? Honestly, I'm very excited for them, though. No, me too. It's going to be awesome. It's actually really cool. I mean, the more podcasts, the better, right? Podcasts are kind of like, they say they're old. Podcasts are like um, cherries. They're more... more Cherries in the sea. Yeah, you know how the saying goes. Yeah, you know. you. We shouldn't have to tell you guys this. You know this. Yeah, that's ancient. Anyways, what's you guys their, should go check them out. Yeah, what's I know their it's name? weird to promote other people's podcasts on your own, but um, it's, their podcast is called Wardrobe Lords. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wardrobe. Wardrobe. Ah, I can't say that word. Wardrobe Lords. Wardrobe Lords. That's wow. It. Yeah. Check that out. It's going to be sweet. You guys know if you listen to our podcast with them that they're awesome and we're excited for them. Yes. Boom. All right, Jude. What's up? What's happening? Hey, me and Jude are finally not in the same place recording. Yeah, we're in different places. So. It's very sad. But it has been three weeks since our last podcast. Which is very sad. But now we're back. We were on sabbatical, as Jude was telling me. Yeah, I was just telling people we were on sabbatical. We had to take a leave. It was a little bit like the reformation. The reformation. Yeah, but it was like redone. It was the reformation. (laughs) It was like we were already formed, and then we had to reform. Yeah, we just needed to marinate for a while. Yeah, just really let soak in all the juices. I don't know what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is 
we're sorry that we haven't recorded, but um, I feel ready. I feel excited for for to be back. <laughs> From here on out, every Sunday. I think I said this last podcast. <laughs> actually, really sad. But no, this time. I'm for real. Every Sunday, we will release a new episode. Right, Jude? Heck yes. And if we don't, it's Jude's fault. Yes, it is. Can we all agree? Yes. Can we all agree? Okay. We can sweet. all agree. All right. Perfect. Okay, sweet. All right, Crab, I think um, we should start with just a small prayer. How about we turn to Our Lady, say Hail Mary, and then we get this thing started. Perfect. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, sweet. So... Que perfecto! Whoa, whoa, dude. That was intense. Um, yeah, Crab, you been doing all right? How's How's... Your faith. How's your prayer life? <laughs> um, it's great. I I'm home now, getting ready to move up to college. Been hanging out with family, um, seeing my nieces and nephews. You know, just regular baller stuff. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Kind of the same yeah. on this end. Like before, I move out to DC. Like seeing family. Got to meet up with a lot of the missionaries here in Houston. I'm in Houston right now. But, um, yeah, also a lot of family time. Um, so it's been sweet being Uncle Jude, man. It's crazy. Hmm. That's the way the Uncle cookie Jude. rolls. That's can the way I call th- you that from now on? Uncle Jude? Yeah, I mean, you have free will, man. You can do whatever you want. Dude, I really love how you subtly try to hint at the episode topic. At least you think it's subtle. I do. I do. Well, maybe, maybe we should get the cookie crumbling then. But first, I should start with a story. Okay. Because this is, this is one of those. It's actually not that crazy, man. But remember in one of the first podcasts when I told you a story about when I watched that guy back into the pole. Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of like that, except different. Um. I was standing outside of this little breakfast place with one of the missionaries that I was meeting up with here, um, Amanda. Shout out, Amanda. Um, We watched this happen. And we watched these two cars hit each other. It was, like, very small. But it was, like, kind of crazy. And um, and they they were really relaxed about the whole situation. They just, like, slowly moseyed on into the parking lot and figured it out. And it was kind of, like... It was kind of interesting. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. I don't yeah. exactly know what the the point of me saying this was, but it was like when you I'm see really a glad like you told that story. Isn't it crazy? Like when you see a like a wreck, though, it's kind of weird. Mm. The other day, I was in the kitchen, and my mom was like, "All right, I'm leaving." And then a few minutes later, she came back in being really nice to me all of a sudden and she was like hey um uh, um i hit your car big deal (laughs) and i was like oh all right (laughs) moms so moms are the best wasn't bad though just some scratches that's sick 
But yeah, not enough about car crashes. <laughs> okay, okay. This time I'm going to tell the story, and it's going to be, it's going to be to the point. It's this is this is going to be good. This is going to be right. good. Okay. <clears throat> so I was talking to my brother the other day, and he's like all on board with the podcast. And, um, and shout was, out to his brother. Yeah, shout out, Jess. You're the man. Um, and so we're talking about it, and he said he was trying to send us her like something he wanted us to talk about, but he couldn't figure out how to do it. Whatever, because apparently our Twitter messages something's funny <laughs> with them. Anyway, anyway, um, he hmm. said, yeah, what I wanted to hear you talk about. He said he was on Reddit. And he saw this picture of a baby water buffalo getting eaten by, um, what was it? Like uh, some kind of huge lizard. And the <laughs> caption the caption on it was, how could God allow this to happen? Which on first thought is like kind of funny for some reason to me. Um, but when, when you think about it, like that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Like why do bad things happen? Um, and yeah, like why does, why does God allow a baby Buffalo who will not be able to have a normal job one day? Why does, why does he allow that baby water Buffalo to get eaten? Um, so I, Kind of, uh, yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with that, so I think that's something that we should talk about. So, yeah. Um, I like that. Thank you, Jess, for the idea. Yeah. That's what we need in this world. Is more ideas. Yeah, exactly. Gets yeah, a little exactly. gets a little bit difficult. Like, you know, you don't really know what people want to hear about, so you're like making up your own topics over here. Um, so it's good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's discuss this. Why does God allow bad things to happen? Well, I think opening arguments, opening thoughts, opening hit us. It's because he it's because he just he wants us all to suffer. I think that's what it is. Because he hates us. Hey, Emily. <laughs> you doing all right? Oh. Okay. You wanna you wanna tell everybody that God loves them? Come, come right here and say, God loves you. Say it. God loves you. No, you're not going to do it? Okay. Well, can you? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like, she's super confused. This is my six-year-old niece. She's, uh, she celebrated her birthday the other day. So oh, she's, happy birthday. Yeah. But Uncle Jude's recording a podcast. So if you're going to sit, can you close the door? And sit right here. <laughs> You're eating Cheez-Its? Okay, well, I'll see you later. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm eating Cheez-Its. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, what was I about to say? No, I was making a joke about whatever God wants us to suffer, but that's not the truth. The truth is that God is a loving God, and suffering comes from original sin. And I don't know if I we should get into like as much original sin, but rather just talking about suffering and talking about how we deal with that and how to handle when somebody is suffering as Catholics. 
um, like how to comfort somebody or how to be with somebody and to kind of um, show that you're with them in their suffering. Do you agree with that? Or what do you think? Hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that suffering is an important part of life. Hmm. Suffering is crucial. So, I mean, this, I don't know. It's, it's a tough topic because sometimes it's really hard to, to see the light and suffering. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's good to acknowledge at the beginning of this podcast, before we really get into it, that ultimately we don't know, we don't know, like we don't have the answers to why such horrible things happen in this world. Besides the fact that it's because there, there is evil and people do do evil things and death is a part of life. Um, and the, the thing that we have to remember is what God's doing behind the scenes and how all of these things fit into his um, divine plan. So mm-hmm. Christian and I won't have all of the answers. We won't try to give all of the answers and play God in this, but we'll simply give our reflections. And if it helps, praise God. If not, <laughs> I don't know. What to say. Yeah, praise <laughs> God. I don't know. Um, but, you know, Crab, I think back to... I think back to senior year when I was, um, I don't know, I mean, kind of like mediocre in my faith. I wasn't completely convinced, but I wasn't Mm. a pagan. Um, And I walked into class one day. My teacher was sitting at her desk and she was crying like super hard. And it's like 7.30 in the morning. And... um, so the class just kind of like walks in and we all kind of like sit down thinking, okay, maybe she's just like frustrated. We'll give her a second. But after 10 minutes, she was sitting there like sobbing like bad. Um, I, I got up and this is, this is my biology teacher and she was an atheist and she knew that I was a Christian and we had got into it about different things before like birth control and stuff like that. Not like super into it, but like it was known that there was an indifference. Um, and I walked up to her and I said, Hey, Miss blank. Um, I don't know what you're going through, but I want you to know that we're here for you. And also like, is there anything you want me to pass out to the class? Like, is there anything I can do? And she looked up to me, she looked up at me. Um, and she said, Jude, my best friend's sister died in an died in a car accident this morning. And she said, I want you to tell me how God could allow that to happen. Whoa. My teacher said this to you. <laughs> yeah, dude, my teacher said this to me. And I, and I was, I was like, uh, I was like standing there. I like look back at the class, like, is this really happening? Um, I was really taken back and I kind of just like, um, I don't know. I said, well, Miss Blank, um, we we can't blame everything that happens on God. And she kind of like went off on this like thing, and I realized that I was not in the correct like. You can't you can't always give logical answers to emotion. <laughs> um, and I realized that in that moment because there was nothing I could say in that moment 
that would have made sense to her because of the hurt she felt. And I, I can, I understand that, you know, I've been in emotional situations um, where it's like, I don't even want to hear what's actually going on. All I want to hear is like, you're right. (laughs) Um, But that's unfortunately not it really what, what come, what, what needs to come first is a solid understanding on the fact that good exists and evil exists. And how do we kind of filter, um, how do we filter the two? Like how do, how do the two work together for this grand scheme of our life? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to like lay down a little, little basis for this, this whole discussion real quick. Um, maybe like, a, I don't know, like a quick little background. I don't even know what you titled this, but here it goes. <laughs> So, I mean, like, first off, we, I mean, you kind of already said this, but, you know, we can never understand why, why things happen the way they do, you know, we're not God, we're not all knowing, we can never understand, like, fully understand. Um, So, we can never understand God's omnipotence. Mm. So, we go back to creation, you know, God creates Adam and Eve and he gives them free will, right? And then they choose to let evil into the world, right? So it was us that allowed evil to live in this world through original sin, right? Um, and in preparing for this podcast, I was listening to a few like talks um, and I was listening to Father Mike Schmitz and he was saying that God doesn't control all things, right? He's all powerful, but he doesn't control everything. Um, and he was saying, like, a lot of the bad things that happen in this world happen due to human sin. So even though he's all powerful, right, and sure, he does intervene in this world, he doesn't control everything. We're not just little robots that he controls. You know, he, give, he gives us this free will. He gives us this free world to live in. Um but I think furthermore than this, it's really important to realize that even though these bad things happen, that maybe maybe God doesn't you know cause, he doesn't cause these bad things to happen, but he allows them to happen. He brings out a greater good out of these bad things. Um, so I want to hear your thoughts on that, like how God brings out a greater good out of bad things that happen. Um... Well, I think I, well, you know, in that, I, uh, I want to start, I want to start with this. I want to see, this will kind of help my point, but, um, let's see if you know this little, we'll say attention grabber. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. People are good. Well, I've never heard this part. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes, <laughs> Sometimes exactly. Um, it was funny because this morning, uh, Deacon preached the homily at the, the church I went to, and he started with the same thing. He said, God is good, and everybody's like, all the time. And then he's like, all the time, God is good. And then he said, people are good, and everybody was silent. And he goes, <laughs> sometimes? <laughs> um, and I think it's 
I think it leads back to the, the firm understanding that as, as humans, we're imperfect and we do imperfect things and we make imperfect decisions. Um, and I don't, I mean, obviously I don't have the full answer to your question. And I think it's one that we need to spend time meditating about and we need to spend time like reading about to have a, a greater understanding of it. But what it leads back to is nobody wants to see that nobody wants to see that the good that happens in their life comes from God. But it's really easy when something bad happens to blame God. So therefore, like, okay, like I'm doing well, the family's good, I'm making money, I'm doing these things, everything's good, thanks to me. Jude, you're a great person, you're doing well, you're whatever. But the moment things start to get rocky, the moment things start to go downhill, it's not it's not my fault anymore. I'm not the one to praise or blame. It's God's fault. Because why can't God see that I don't deserve this? And I think it leads to um it leads to us knowing how to channel this suffering. Um it Saint Saint Faustina, Jesus, Jesus said to Saint Faustina, You were you will save more souls through prayer and suffering than you will through being a missionary and like preaching and giving his teachings. I should probably find the exact quote because I should probably quote Jesus perfectly. But he says you'll you'll save more souls through prayer and suffering. And what does that mean? It's for all humans, suffering is difficult. For all humans, like when a loved one dies or when somebody's struggling, like it's it's hard to understand that. But when we learn the value of suffering and to say, okay, you know what? This is happening to me and I have to trust that this is what God is allowing to happen for some reason that I may not understand and may never understand that's when we we can become free and we can feel that peace that we long for because like i said it's it's a part of human life to suffer and that's not a bad thing the bad thing comes when we blame other people for our suffering and we don't see that it's simply a part of life um yeah i think you look to the the perfect example of this you know christ himself <laughs> Right. You know, the greatest evil ever committed, you know, murder of God's only son, which was really caused by us. Right. Um, you know, God's grace, as the, cate the catechism says, God's grace abounded all the more, um, brought the greatest of goods, which was, you know, the conquering of sin and death. Mm -hmm. So... I think that's just a prime example from how good can come from suffering, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, obviously there are things that we could discuss that would be a lot more difficult for us to understand when it comes to mass murders or when it comes to things like the Holocaust. Um, but like, I don't think, 
like I don't I don't really like I don't have the answers for those things and maybe no one does but I can say that we look at it now and when you and I visited Auschwitz in Poland a couple weeks ago it was a very it was a very prayerful experience for me as soon as I walked under the sign that said work makes you free or work liberates you in Auschwitz I I said a prayer for all those all those people who died there. And it was a prayerful experience for me. And, and I think that for most people it is. And something like that can lead a lot of people closer to God in some way that's mysterious, in some way that's in some way miraculous. Um, but yeah, going back to, sorry, I really switched the subject there, but going back to what well, you no. were saying. I mean, but even talking about that, you know, like, people ask why would god allow the holocaust to happen you know (laughs) that's the big i mean that's the big question here does is it god allowing these things happen well of course uh, it's crazy to think about you know because he has he's all powerful right so of course he could stop it from happening but my thought about it all is like like i was saying earlier you know we're not we're not just little robots, little minions that God controls, you know? Mm-hmm. My whole thought on, on everything is I think God created the world, right? And he, he gave us free will. And then, you know, we're called to, to find him and ultimately love him, right? But he doesn't force us to. And so, therefore, people choose bad and all these bad things happen. Um... So I don't think it's, you know, God's not making the Holocaust happen. He's not well, allowing it to happen. But I think through that act of love of giving us free will, that, you know, that kind of allows it to happen. I don't know. It's crazy. There's, there's that know. distinction between, like, what God wills and what God permits, right? It's like yeah. God wills good. So God wills for you to get up every morning and pray your meditation and well, pray prayers, pray whatever. Um, God wills for you to have peace. God wills for you to have joy. God wills for you to be in spiritual consolation, meaning that your prayer is fruitful and you can hear God's voice in your life. But God allows or God permits that you go through spiritual desolation and that you truly see the need for God in your life and that you see okay, you know what? It's not always sunshine and rainbows. Like life actually gets difficult. And God permits, um, God allows death, right? But God wills everybody to be with him for eternity. That's the thing to understand. All these things that happen here on earth, like, uh, although it may not seem like it and, it's a big concept to grasp, but they're all passing, right? They're all going to go. People come, people go, things happen. Like, and not, not to lead us to passivity saying, oh, everything that happens is just going to happen and there's nothing we can do about it. No, I think we should definitely take a stand against evil and the evil that's in our world. But what we can't do, what we cannot do is say, oh yeah, there's all this evil in the world. It's God's fault. And like, 
And why do you think God would allow this to happen? Actually, in that moment, we're not helping the problem of evil in the world. What we're doing is acknowledging that it's there. Thank you. You've done something. (laughs) What's more important is saying there's good in this world and I want to make more good in this world. So it switches from this loathing like, oh, the world is so evil. Everybody's bad. Everybody wants me to fail. Nobody wants to see the good in me to this. Well, you know what? On the opposite spectrum of this evil and the suffering in the world, there's good. And that good could be you trying to eliminate the suffering in this world, right? By seeing those children who are starving in other countries, by seeing the need in your own country or in your own community of the homeless people who are suffering or the families who are struggling in their faith, saying, what am I going to do? How am I going to make a difference? Yeah, it sounds way too utopian, but it's like, (laughs) instead of focusing on the bad, why not just focus on the good? Well, but yeah. bad things are inevitable. They're always going to cross our path. Right. And and you kind of, you look again at the life of Jesus and let's look to when like the passion, let's look to when the passion begins. Like the devil tempts Judas. It says he, the devil entered into Judas And Judas goes for it, man. Judas has this desire for money and worldly things, and he's going to betray Christ. Now, is this God's will? No. God wants Judas to make the right thing. But God knows it's going to happen, and God permits it's going to happen. Because why? Because that's going to lead to the ultimate ultimate grand scheme of the story where the Son of Man would fulfill his mission. But in the same passage... God tells Peter and John to go prepare his last supper. And Peter and John are like, okay, Lord, how how are we going to do this? Like, we don't know where to go. He's going to say, go to this place and you'll see a man carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into his house and tell him that I sent you. (laughs) And then he's like, and there he he will show you the room. (laughs) And Peter and John are like kind of confused, but they're like, you know what, Lord, I'm going to trust you. And that's the difference between God permitting something to happen and God willing something to happen and us responding with trust. Uh, I think it's perfect to bring this up. This is from the Catechism. It's Catechism 311. I think it perfectly ties in with what you're saying. It says, Angels and men, as intelligent and free creatures, have to journey toward their ultimate destinies by their free choice and preferential love. They can therefore go astray. Indeed, they have sinned. Thus has moral evil, incommensurably more harmful than physical evil, entered the world. God is in no way directly or indirectly the cause of moral evil. He permits it, however, because he respects the freedom of his creatures and mysteriously knows how to derive good from it. Yeah. As literally, I mean, that's exactly what we're saying. Right. Um, so it's good to know the Catholic Church agrees. <laughs> it's, it's good to know that we're not spitting out heresy all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, that's and that, that's exactly it. The fact that we have the decision to do certain, 
you know that that reminds me i was um i was talking with my dad this morning and he told me god always forgives people sometimes forgive but nature never forgives and i was like i was like a little bit confused about why he said that but then i started to think about it like one big thing that like i think one aspect of like this whole thing of why people suffer it's suffering that in some way we 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 bring about on ourselves because let's look at it like in all of the broken families like it's natural for a man and a woman to be together to have children and to raise those children together but then you see when that's broken up what does that affect it affects the kids it affects the man and the 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 woman and that's that's when you go against nature you're you're going against like the natural law that god intended it to be you're you're going against how it's supposed to be and there's no peace in that and then the same way when somebody one of your family members i mean they don't take care of themselves like physically like they drink coke every single day like all day they don't even know what water tastes like well it doesn't taste like anything but anyway um like they <laughs> like water yeah they just don't take care of themselves and then they have a heart attack and it's like well why did god allow that to happen why why does god like no you have to take care of yourself you have to be able to see that like in that moment like nature will never forgive and there's a natural order to things and that's what we have to discern like Okay, this That's is the way it's point. supposed to be. Thoughts? What are your thoughts? No, I just totally agree with that. That's a super good point. Mm. You know, like, I mean, that just roots back to, you know, most of the bad things that happen are because of us. Um, but then I do think of some cases where it's, like, kind of crazy. You know, like a 10-year-old kid gets cancer out of nowhere. You know, mm-hmm. and I think those are the those are the tough ones to answer. Right. Um. You know, when the parents are like, "That's that's really when you see it a lot." Like when something like that happens, the parents are, you know, fighting with God. Like, why are you doing this? My son didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He's ten years old. It's really crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that is a that is a hard thing, and that's when we have to learn like compassion and learning. Hey, this person is is suffering, and that's kind of what I was thinking of at the beginning when I said like knowing how to deal with somebody who's suffering, like allowing them to talk through it, hearing them, because for so many people they're suffering so much, but they have nobody um, who they can talk to about it. It's like when you suffer alone, it's difficult and it has no meaning. But when you suffer with Christ and you see all the things that he went through, then you're able to see more, more clear like, okay, if God came to earth and he suffered and in his life suffered so much, not, not even going all the way to his passion. Look at when John the Baptist was beheaded one of the few times where Jesus wept 
Jesus knows that pain of losing somebody who you love so much, namely for no reason, simply because somebody else wanted his head cut off, right? Mm. In that moment, it's not fair. It's not, it's, it's not God's will. It's not what's supposed to happen. It's not natural. But then again, okay, this happened. God allowed it to happen for some reason, unbeknownst to us. And does, does Jesus say, no, you know what? My father who sent me on this mission doesn't love me. And he doesn't want to see me be happy. No. He continued in his mission, trusting that he's here for a reason. He has a mission. And saying, you know what? There, there may be setbacks. There may be things that hurt me. But in everything, I'm going to glorify God. But, wow. <laughs> but it, it, comes to, it comes to forming that base before something bad happens. Like what, what do we truly rely on for happiness? If it's not God and all the gifts, that, gifts and talents that he's given us, then when something bad happens, heck yeah, blame God. Because you know what? Nothing, nothing else in this world is because of him, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. You know what the craziest part about this podcast is? What? I feel like most of the time, I think I get the most out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes no, you say stuff and I'm just like blown away. <laughs> Whoa, that's that super true. <laughs> no, it's, it's for me too, because while I'm thinking about it, like, I don't know, or just like the moments I spend like trying to prepare, like what you know, something we talked about, like making this podcast more like Holy Spirit inspired, like, Mm. like what God, what do you truly want this to be? And it's something that's really helped me like looking back because I don't know, it's, it's weird that I went like yesterday, I prayed my meditation on something like random and it gave me all these ideas of like when Jesus began his passion, like what was going on? And Mm. there was free will in that. There's free will by Judas. But then, like, going... It really struck me when you said the thing about John the Baptist, because, like, saying that Jesus went through that, like, he knows. That's the craziest thing, is that that's why suffering with Christ is so important, because he knows our pain, you know? (laughs) Like we're preaching to the choir. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. That's and that's exactly what like a lot of people misunderstand. I mean, when when they look at Christ, they think he came they think he came to the world and lived this like perfect like this idea of this perfect life where God was well to do and God was hanging out with the kings and God no. God was God was born in a, in a, like a stable. God was born where the animals are born. And God went through a lot of suffering up to the point of him dying on the cross for you. And it's like, whew, I'm sweating, man. It's crazy. <laughs> like, well, I think this is a cool moment to switch to something a little more uplifting. Oh, which that's, is, yeah something that really has affected me is looking looking at the saints like 
how the saints view suffering. Mm. It's so like, if you, if you go read about any saint, suffering is a part of all of their lives. First of all, I mean, it's part of all of our lives, but Mm -hmm. that's when you see the greatness in the saints is through their suffering and how they handle their suffering. Um, I have a quote from St. Ignatius of Loyola. He said, if God sends you many sufferings, it's a sign that he has great plans for you and certainly wants to make you a saint. Wow. If, it, <laughs> if you suffer a lot, you're called to be a saint. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot. I'll suffer more then. Yeah. Because I... Like, I. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go. Oh, fine. Um, I, I was just going to say that I, I heard one time that a priest said, we love only to the degree in which we're willing to suffer. And how true is that? How true is it that love requires suffering? Like, like when a father loves his family, he's willing to like offer up and in some way suffer through the things that he wants to do for what his family needs. And maybe he won't work the best job and maybe he won't have the nicest things, but it's love that drives him towards that goal of, okay, well, I want to be Christ for my family. And then you see God who perfectly loved us came to earth. And again, did he have it easy? No, forget about it. God suffered out of love for us. And it's, it's again, that, that idea of, how do we handle the suffering and channel our suffering? Um, because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna lead souls closer to God when we're able to offer our suffering and pray for people who are suffering. Um, that's what I think, at least. I think that's that's a really good point to say that suffering is like the ultimate sign of love. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, to draw the parallel to, like, human-to-human interaction, it's perfect. Because you think, I don't think there is love without suffering or sacrifice. Yeah. I think that's kind of, like, the essence of love. How much are you willing to sacrifice for the other person mm-hmm. of yourself? So I think it's really cool to, to parallel that, you know? to our relationship with Christ. Like, you know, if I say, like, Lord, I love you. Well, instead of just saying it, but you show it with your actions, you know? How much are you willing to suffer for Christ? Like, he already showed you how much he's willing to suffer for you. Now Mm -hmm. it's our turn to reciprocate. Yeah. And also, like, with that realizing like in our lives, also in the lives of the saints, like Christian and I, like we can both agree that there are sufferings in our lives that we haven't handled well and more to come. Like I, I'm not, I'm not here like trying to tell you Christian that like I have it like figured out and like, I like, yeah, like every time I suffer, like I'm just going to offer it to God. Like, no, heck no, man, it's hard, you know? Yeah. But I think it's something that, like, I can see 
clearly and I believe that it like has it has a value um well the suffering in itself is like it's not it's not the good right the suffering itself is evil and we should despise that but the good that can come from it and the souls that can be saved through it are what I and my heart have to long for because if suffering is a part of this world and if suffering is a part of us being human then surely we're not called to just like sit there and ruin our lives over it but we're called to seek what's the truth behind it and how are we going to live it to the best of our ability following the example of Christ like wow yeah like we're we're human we have sufferings and you know you and I we don't heck we don't know we barely know anything about it but we're just trying to figure it out and help other people to see that like at the end of the day like man god god loves you so much that he came to earth and suffered like like you're suffering and if that's not enough to say that hey you know what my god understands me and my god loves me then you you a do that's all i'm saying you do and i think another important thought is that through suffering like that's when we grow like the only way to go up is to go down first. Mm. And sometimes like it's hard to to think about it that way, but that's what my that's what my mindset is. Yeah. Like if I'm going through something or I mean, of course when I'm in the moment I'm not thinking this, but after it's pretty clear to see. Like oh, when you're going down, that means you're about to go up. Mm-hmm. You know, going up is to come. Right. So, yeah. Maybe and we just we can learn to kind of embrace our sufferings, like like Christ says, like pick up your cross mm-hmm. and follow me. Like, embrace your sufferings, accept them as like a, a gift, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think that I don't know we've given we've given a lot in this podcast i definitely think that there's a lot to um think about and pray about but i kind of wanted to mention this last thing and it's a it's a thought that i think i had in mass um when i was (laughs) yes i was thinking about the podcast a lot in mass i am imperfect um but i got to thinking like how do you how do you answer the question how do you answer the question of well why can't it all just be perfect like why can't it all just be right and why can't people just be happy why can't suffering not exist well this is the answer that i came up with that longing that you have for things to be perfect and that longing that you have for everybody to work together and that longing that you have to get along with everyone and to not see people suffer that's instilled inside of you because it's a longing for heaven where things are perfect. And right now you're in the midst of your test, like this 
this world is obviously going to pass one day and our lives are going to end. And we either choose whether we want to have that longing that's in our heart or we choose whether we want like that, that, um, that selfish desire that we've tried to feed into our whole lives. Like at the end, we're only going to go to one place, heaven or hell. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm really sorry. I was just trying to quiet down my mom and her friend. (laughs) No, it's okay. Did you, did you catch what I said? I caught the first part, but I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's okay. I'll just repeat it quickly. Um, Like saying that, like, why can't we live in a perfect world and why can't things just be perfect? And I kind of got to thinking like that, that longing that we have inside of us that says like, I just want things to be right. And I just want people to get along and I just want everything to be quote unquote perfect, like in this world. Like that's instilled inside of us because that's a longing for heaven. And, and I think that with that, we don't even know the perfection that's in heaven. Like we see things here and we're like, man, I wish that person, if that person wouldn't talk about me, life would be perfect. Man, our grasp of perfection is so off. Like you don't even, we don't even know, man. (laughs) So true. We can only imagine can only imagine. Only imagine. Dude, you should write a song with those words. Yeah, I think it could be big. Surrounded by your glory. You know there's a movie about that song? Really? Yeah. I bet I can guess the plot. What? It's about like a dog who like just is longing for more treats. What? Yeah, it's, it's a short film, about five minutes. Short film. Yeah, I gotcha. One of those real artsy types. Yeah, I mean, that's my guess, whatever. People can think what they want. Well, anyways, Jude, I really think that that was an awesome discussion. I think so, too. And I think God is good, and we need to continue praying for those people. All the time? That oh, sorry. Oh, geez, you were quick with that one. Sorry, I just, <laughs> you got me. No, but anyways, like, like we need to pray for those people that are suffering, and we need to learn the value of the suffering that we go through to um, offer that back to God, who's given so much to us, and He doesn't want to see us suffer. So we need to we need to trust. Facts. Big facts. Oh, you want to hear something cool? Yeah, heck yeah. We've broadened our reach in the world with our podcast. What are you talking about? I think about? we've reached like 10 countries now. Um, 30 states. We're getting up there. Dude. Sounds like we getting should start there. making podcasts in different languages. Yeah. Um, our next hit you with some of those languages real quick. Our next one's going to be in Irish. In Irish, yeah. we have Italy, Germany, Mexico, Ireland, Spain, Canada. We should speak Canadian for an episode. Yeah, we could do that. That'd be sick. The UK, Colombia, Austria, France, and Romania. Romania. And the United States, of course. 
I don't even know where Rodini is at. Wondering who these people are that are listening to this. They're probably pretty sweet. They're probably so sick. Pretty cool people for that. Um, Anybody who listens uh, to our podcast is my friend, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, heck yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm your friend. I mean, I don't think you listen to our podcast. Of course I do. Do you not? <clears throat> so, so how's the weather? <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes right. I do, but it feels weird. Well, people listening, mm-hmm. this episode was brought to you by Jude's Brothers Idea. So, now we are asking you to give us your idea for what you want to hear. What do you want us to talk about? That was awesome. You know, we got this fresh idea and we were challenged to think about it and discuss it. And it came from y'all. So we want more ideas. Yeah. Heck yeah. Be open to giving us suggestions and be open to being a saint. That's what I'm going to say. I think you say that most times. Yeah. Oh, and final thought. If you Mm. haven't stopped listening yet. Please promote us, whether yeah. on your Instagram story or um, on your community chalkboard. <laughs> um, maybe at your church, you could print out some flyers. I'm not asking you to go above and beyond. Yeah, it's not asking print out much. Some flyers. What? Is that difficult? No, nah, but for real though, if you could, yeah, toss us on your Instagram story, give us a share, um, give us a rating on. Apple Podcasts, that would be dope. Yeah, and let's continue making this thing awesome. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, don't be afraid to share it with other people. Um, and yeah, that's really End it. With us. Let us know what you think. Heck yeah. All right, All Crab, right. I'll give you the honors. <clears throat> Dudes and chicks. Oh. go forth the podcast has ended thanks be to god